Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm James Ian Macmillan. <laughs> Not James Ian. Or I'm James Ian. Edwardian. Edwardian. How's it going? It's but, going okay. Yeah. We got back yesterday from Sun River, um, our family vacation. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, time well spent with our some of our closest friends and their two year or one and a half year old, uh, whose name is Winnie, and she is delightful. Um, so cute. She's so squishy and she's so funny. And I'm pretty sure I taught her to say purple. Oh. Yeah. We were playing with these little clips, and I said, "Can you say purple?" And she said something like "purple." And I'm taking it as a win. She's so cute. She's stubborn, so she's not speaking. And it's a great so name too. the fact that she said purple to me, I'm just, you know, take whether it as a it's win. true or not, I'm going to take it as a win. Heck yeah. So you had a good good trip though. Yes. Good, good times. Lots of bike riding, lots of pools. Yeah. Uh, lots of cocktails by said pool. Ooh, I'm so jealous. Um, and, which is why bike riding is a good idea in Sun River. So mm. you're not drinking and driving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good place. Love the house. It was good times. It's the Disneyland of Oregon. That's what they well, say. Uh, we, nope. We no were joking as we were packing up. Aaron, who was with us, um, he said, uh, Sun River, the happiest place on earth. And I said, that's open. And he's like, the happiest place we can go to or something like that. And I was like, yep, that's that's what it is. <laughs> We're just yeah. going to lower our standards. Yeah. That's how it's going to work from now on. Sun River, the best we can do right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Better than home. That should be their marketing slogan for 2020. Yeah. Better than hotel. Better than yes. hotel. Yeah, we should be, if they actually get their stuff done as they said they would, we're supposed to move in tomorrow. Back cool. into our house. <sighs> well... Producer Ash and I are wearing horrendous shirts right now. Or they're the best shirts ever made. It's a very close call. They're both the worst and the best shirt I've ever seen. You want to explain it to the audience, Sarah? Okay. Um, So imagine Venice Beach. You walk past some guy. He's quite dirty and has multiple spray cans. Smells like urine. Yeah. And some dirty white t-shirts he's selling for what? $30 $30 a way, piece. Yeah, way too much. He can graffiti your name on anything. Yeah. Well, they didn't go to Venice Beach. They <laughs> we ordered to... them on shopdisney.com. <laughs> they say spring break in like graffiti style spray paint looking font at the top. 2020 Disneyland Resort with Mickey <laughs> yeah. like standing there like he's too cool for school with yeah. neon. The colors are so neon. So neon. And yeah, it's, Obnoxious it's neon like shorts. fresh Prince of Bel-Air colors yep. with yep. the cheesy spray paint font. But the best part is that it says Spring Break, spring 2020, break 2020 Disneyland Resort. That never no happened. One was no there. one was there. It didn't happen. This makes us a, a historic t-shirt. So you'll have to so post pictures reasons. of those because that's incredible. Yeah. And literally none of the Disneyland resorts, the Disneyland parks no. had a spring break. They <laughs> were all right. closed at that point. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He's even got the reflection of palm trees in his sunglasses. <laughs> so obnoxious. <laughs> These are collector's <laughs> items. Get and them now. He uh, looks a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get a t-shirt. T-shirt. That's not the word. We'll get a picture of the t-shirt for you guys for our Instagram account. Awesome. Um, we should probably move right into this because we got a lot to cover. So 
This just in, it's 84 and sunny at Not Disneyland. Whoa, and it is 98 degrees Fahrenheit and sunny at Disneyland. I would be okay with that. Yeah. But right now I would. Yeah. And that's that for that weather joke. That's it. I'm pleased with the weather. All right. So for this week's episode, we are continuing with the Disney movie traumas part two. Mm. This will be covering the 1960s through the 1980s. Um, And it is not a complete list. No. There are so many screwed up movies, plots and scenes from this time period in particular. Yeah. That we had to just kind of pick the ones that maybe weren't the most obvious in some cases and some that you just can't avoid. You can't ignore. Right. Um, So much trauma in this time period. It's unbelievable. It's like the the single goal of everyone in charge of media during that time was to terrify and ruin us as kids. Oh, yeah. Like what were the writers rooms like? The 80s especially. They're just dropping acid together and just going for it. Yeah, like, ooh, I've got an idea. Let's make things as sad as possible, but put, like, (laughs) I don't know, Billy Joel-style music in the background. It's Disney magic. What? Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, somehow these were targeted towards children. We don't know why. So let's uh, let's unpack some of this, shall we? Do we want to start early and just go through, uh, like... What's the word? How do you, what's that? Chronological? Go through it chronologically. Sure. We can do that. Or hop around. Either way. Works for me. Well, we we definitely have the one we need to save for last. Mm -hmm. Yes. Save the best for last. I mean, we could start with um, a general theme of animals in distress. That's a great. It's Ashley's worst. It's the worst. She pulled up a scene from... Fox and the Hound. Yep. And then refused to watch it. And then walked watch away it. and couldn't even listen. Right. She was having a hard time listening to the laptop playing the scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being the screwed up human being I am, I was laughing. Yeah. But- Sarah and I were having a, <laughs> a hoot and a holler. Yeah. 1981, Fox and the Hound. Oof. Particularly when the little old lady that's been raising Todd... The fox. The adorable little fox. The adorable fox that looks exactly like my kitty Dexter, but not. Everything cute looks like Dexter to you, yes. to be fair. But this one really looks like Dexter. Yeah. He has Dexter movements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And personality. Goodbye, forever farewell is like the end, but in my heart's a So it starts with this sweet little old lady driving through the country with Todd, the fox that she has been raising, and singing to him about how much she loves him and how he rescued her too. And it's just been the most beautiful relationship. Meanwhile, she's driving out there to abandon him to the woods. Yeah. She takes his collar off, shoes him off, and his heart breaks. He's looking at her like, what? 
Wait, what? What do we? Why am I not doing? going home, Mom? Why aren't yeah. you coming? The, the little head tilt thing. The car ride starts out with him like, "Wee, we're going for a ride," and he's like climbing on the back yeah. of the seat, and he's like loving on her, There's, and then he realizes the look on her face is not we're going on an adventure. It's, it's, I'm she's, leaving you. She's I'm leaving abandoning me. You. There's two reasons you do a head tilt in the movie. Two reasons only. <laughs> There's the, Mom, why? you don't love me anymore that's the disney version uh-huh the other version in crappy horror movies is like the purge the new metal oh head yes. the new metal head tilt when uh-huh. the creepy guy off in the distance looks and goes <laughs> he just looks to does the tilt <laughs> that's a crappy horror movie I no idea where you were tilt. gonna go with that so you did it yeah that's the last podcast on the new left. metal bands like slipknot Reference. and Mudvayne. Yeah. they all do that and terrible and horror disney movies disney and Disney, it's especially that animals. far off in the distance yes. head tilt. <laughs> like you're coming, yeah. It's probably going to come fast. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, so that movie just, is just horrific. I won't watch and will never. Well, in the end. I don't remember this movie well enough to really talk about it, but I do remember the end. You think they're going to end up happily ever after together, and they end up splitting up. Really? They're like, don't stay together. I don't remember the end the at all. The fox and the hound can't live. Come on. No, because really? they're a fox and a hound. Right. Don't look at me. I don't know because I got to that point in the movie <laughs> and I left. What did you don't write look at me. on I don't our watch notes? It. She wrote, fox and the hound. Deanna, get ready to bleep this one. Gorge. This so much. much. <laughs> uh. Uh, yes okay on that same vein we can go to uh the aristocats from 1970 we can and Mm -hmm. we should yep no no they'll be gone i'll think of a way (laughs) there are a million reasons why i should all of them dollars millions those cats have got to go my god that that opening the opening scene? You're thinking of Oliver and Company. Oh, am I thinking of Oliver and Company? I always get those two confused. Yeah. Aristocats is more um, just precious kitties and their mom. And they live in the rich lady's house. And the butler, is it the butler? Edgar yep. is the butler. And yep. he overhears that the old lady is going to leave in her will everything to the cats. Well, okay. And then after the cats, Edgar gets it. So... She, he's like, oh, screw the cats. I'm going to kill him and take everything <sighs> she has. Yeah. So he starts trying to poison the cats. Okay. And just kill them in all kinds of ways. He's evil and horrible and weird looking. Yeah. Mm, can you blame him, though? I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an I estate's take, an estate. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just get real dark. Have you guys seen that YouTube video of the cat from Aristocats playing piano to Lizzo? Yes. No. Okay. That just sounds awesome, though. Everyone out there, do it immediately. Look up Lizzo Aristocats. Okay. It'll bring it up. Yes. It's so good. Love it. Oh, man. Um, cool. I actually, my tattoo, the one and only tattoo I have is three geese on my back. Mm-hmm. And the way I described it to the tattoo artist, she was like, okay, so you want geese? And I was like, yes. And I want them to be somewhere between the Aristocats geese and like the Nature Channel geese. I yeah. don't want them to look realistic, but I don't want them to look like cartoons either. Right. And she asked me, do you appreciate a cute goose butt? And Ooh. I was like, this is the tattoo this artist for me. This is the right tattoo artist for me. This is it. This and she it. nailed it. So sweet. Yeah. 
Okay, well, that's awful. Um, what else? In continuing sad kitten tradition, yeah. we <laughs> have 1988's Oliver and Company, which starts with the song um, Once Upon a Time in New York City, and it's all about these kittens being left in a box, being sold for $5 to good homes, and yep. they're so happy, and they're playing, Everyone's and they're loving adopted. on each other, yeah. they're getting chosen by happy families that are mm. going to love and cherish them. Warm. But there's one left, and that is Oliver, little oh. baby Oliver. And then it proceeds to pour rain. Starts on the raining. Kid. He gets sad. The box that he's in fills up with water. There's a, a man that walks by. He's a business, busy businessman on the move with an umbrella, and, and he hears meow, and he ignores him. Bastard. So that's traumatizing and awful. Um, I think the last one that I would consider in this category would be 101 Dalmatians, 1961. Come on. I'm sorry, Mr. Simpkins. The answer is no. No, 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 no. Six down, four to go. I've got no time to ask. I tell you, it's got to be done tonight. It must be a yes or no question, Inspector. Do you understand? Tonight! But they ain't big enough. You couldn't get half a dozen coats out of the old caboodle. Coats? Dogskin coats? Then we'll settle for half a dozen. We can't wait. The police are everywhere. I want the job done tonight. Are we going to do it? Any way you like, poison them, drown them, bash them in the head. You got any chloroform? Not a drop. And no ether. Ether. Either. I don't care how you kill the little beast, but do it! And do it now! Cruella de Vil is going to skin puppies to wear them as a coat. That's her life's goal. Yes. Is to get as many of these soft-skinned puppies. Not dogs. Puppies. 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 Babies. So Mm -hmm. the more puppies, the better. That's right. The more lives she has to ruin, the better. And what's what is it that she wants to sell? She wants to sell it as a business enterprise, or she just wants to coat herself? She just wants to wear them. My God! She just wants them on her person. How is that not Buffalo Bill? It is Buffalo it is, Bill, but worse because it's a hundred. Well, no, it's ninety-nine puppies. Put the lotion on the Dalmatian, <laughs> or else it Makes gets the, the hose soft. again. <laughs> yeah, so you know the the Jasper and Horace are talking about how they're going to dispatch them. They're you know. Bop them on the head or drown them. What are we going to do? How are we going to kill all these puppies? Yeah. And meanwhile, they get snuck out yeah. and they get stuck in a snowstorm. And but my my face is numb and my toes are froze. <gasps> my toes are froze. I mean, yeah. my gosh, peril. Yeah, I mean, again, imagine these psychopathic writers in 1961 coming up with a story. It's like, all right, here's our goal at Disney: is to make children happy. How do we do that? Oh, I got it. Oh, I got it. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, well, I was thinking maybe the uh, the uh, the villain in this movie can her whole goal is to want to skin puppies and wear their skin as a coat. And what will we name her? Cruel Devil. Oh Cruel no, Devil? I've got it. Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville. And they're like, that's it. That's it. Good job, Kevin. Here's a bonus. She's just plain evil. I love that scene yeah. though when she's driving the car. And she's screaming, you idiots. Yes. Oh, she's, Driving like a maniac. She's a great villain, though. Crashing her Rolls Royce or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then she gets real pissed off and has the fire in her eyes. And oh, yeah. the chassis mm-hmm. is like on fire and she's <laughs> flaming down the road. 
Oh, yeah. Classic villain. You fools. You fools. You idiot. To be fair, they are fools. They are fools. They are. Those guys are idiots. They can't get anything right. And puppy fur is probably pretty cozy. (laughs) I can't believe Ashley just said that. I I know. (laughs) That's something you and I say, James. Ashley does not joke about puppy skin. I would never say that about kittens. No. Oh, okay. Puppies, I'll Uh, I'll go there for a minute. Puppies are on their own. All right, so let's move to some live-action weirdness. Let's do it. The entire Indiana Jones situation. Yeah. Starting in 1981 with Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I don't know, James, you you really know the indie movies. I do, I do, I do, I do. What from Raiders of the Lost Ark? Um That's the bugs. That's the bugs I where she has to reach her hand in. Specifically the bug scene for me. Centipedes, milli- yeah. millipedes, whatever. There are so many. Mom always tells that story of mom and dad seeing that in the theater mm. when it first came out, and she was like genuinely freaked out. Yeah. Because there weren't a lot of movies that did that. Right. Yeah, so she was generally freaked out. That's just like a creepy crawly one. Why did it have to be snakes, snakes, bugs? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's not... I, there's there's definitely some Yeah, there's like stuff skeletons, one, but, and, yeah. but more in like a Steven Spielberg, this is a fun dead body kind of way. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but again, the goal is to make adventure and cheer for families in America, and this is what they choose. And they were like, okay... So Raiders of the Lost Ark was really good. It scared people. It got them thirsting for more. Yeah. Let's bring in the second one. Let's bring in Temple of Doom is the name of the movie. It's not Temple of Curiosity. Much. Mukti Degi Kalima 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 Shakti De Bali Chalhau Tiriyagi Suta Oh, I just remembered the Raiders of the Lost Ark is the monkey brains, isn't it? Um, no, temple. that's is that Temple. That's mm-hmm. Temple. Okay, so there's that is Temple. All right, I was trying to give more trauma to the first. Well, that's one. another one for. I mean, before you even get to where they end up in Temple of Doom, is they go to that palace, and then they. It's also the most eh, racist oh, thing yeah. ever. 
Yeah. It's like, this is Indian culture. Sure. We eat monkey brains. And Chilled monkey brains and a live pregnant snake. Live that gives, pregnant snake? Or a dead pregnant state snake that gives birth to live babies that they eat. And they're like, mmm, yummy. Yeah. It's like. And they really the confuse the difference possible. with like Hindi and Sikhs. And like, it's just a disaster. It's just a bunch of white people going, what do people that don't look like us do? No, what? No, it's even worse. It's what do white people fear about uh, right, people exactly. that don't look that's like exactly. us? Yes. Xenophobia yes. as a movie. Right. Yes. And so I think I remember in 1984 knowing that. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I know. Even, even as, a, as kid, a kid, I was like, what? that's not they don't accurate. don't need monkey brains. <laughs> I, i've heard of curry and <laughs> i mean it was supposed to be like kind of freaky cult stuff true but still true still yeah even then yeah so and that's the, i mean there's the child slavery of course oh, it's there's horrendous. so much child slavery and so much suffering from those parents remember yeah. the, te- the whole town the whole point is for indiana jones to go find these missing stones because they have some mystical power or something and the the like shaman cult leader guy basically the devil mm-hmm. kidnaps all these children for slave labor clearly because that's a thing so all the, the children of this village have just disappeared and all the parents the grandparents i don't the aunties, remember any of this yes that's the mm-hmm. that's the plot <laughs> that is the plot i remember monkey brains and kalima kalima the ripping out of the heart. yeah let's dissect that <laughs> for a second <laughs> He's mad at one of his workers, so he rips out his still beating heart yeah. and sends him into a cage down into hell. the, yeah, lava. Lava. Yeah. Hell. Hell. That, my, I mean, my, my well just, that is still- When you're eight years old, As a 40-year-old, that is still my version of hell. That's it's what I not, picture. It's not hell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're demons that drink people's enchanted blood out of skulls. Yeah. They just drink their blood out of skulls from people they just murdered and then casually rip their hearts out of their chest. I mean, casual. And, and, and they, they sacrifice workers to the depth. That's the whole thing. They're sacrificing it to Kalima. They have to sacrifice <laughs> men to the fire. And our parents put this on on VHS with popcorn on movie yep. night. Yep. Better yet, they put it on and walked away. And then walked <laughs> away. So that one's very terrifying. I remember being a kid thinking... Well, there's a chance, A, I'm going to have to hop over lava because all kids think that lava is real. Mm-hmm. And that was a real concern. And then the second concern was that I'm going to be enslaved from someone. Someone mm-hmm. eventually will kidnap me. I'm going to have to have this adventure where me and my buddies fight our way out of it. It's probably why I've I've spent too much time picturing how to get out of like metal cages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, it's just one day going to be a thing. Although, who knows? Maybe I've spent so much time thinking about it that if I were put in a metal cage, I could get out. You never know. Is uh, Maybe Steven Spielberg safety. was on to something. So that's clearly terrifying. Um, even even Last, Cru- uh, yeah, Last Crusade has a ton of terrifying stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I Nazis? Mean, yeah, there's Nazis. Yeah, we'll just start with Nazis. Oh, 
Dr. Jones gets shot and almost dies. The, and so Indy has to go into... The penitent man. Yes. The penitent man. Kneels before God. Kneel. Kneel. And then the like <laughs> the leap of faith thing. Yeah, the, oh, the yeah. whole trials that and tribulations. Freaks. Oh, you know what's also traumatizing still. about this movie? I don't hear enough people point this out. The the medieval knight that's yeah. been guarding the Grail for all these years. Yeah. Anxiety attack. Yeah. He's been in this room for thousands for of thousands years. of years or something by himself. Yeah, just just a, a thousand years. He doesn't yeah. even have a Kindle or anything. Yeah, nothing. Like nothing. He's just sitting there. And hey, what a surprise when the day comes where he has to defend the grail. He can't lift the sword because he's too frail. Because he's a thousand years old, literally. <laughs> At least literally. he was mentally spry. Yeah, he was mentally spry. <laughs> and then he died from crumbling rocks around him. That was the sweet relief of death, though. Yeah, yeah he was like, finally. Well, so then they, that's fine. When they drink out of the, the grail. The grail. And that's... he chose poorly. He chose poorly. Actually, she chose poorly. He had her choose. And then he ages really fast. Yeah. In a really funny Spielberg kind of way. Crumbles and hair grows super fast out of the skull. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Classic. And, and, oh, jeez. More Nazi talk here, guys. Am I right? Nazi talk. You back up. (laughs) When they're at the Nazi rally, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Burning books. Yeah. They're burning books at a Nazi rally. And then Indiana Jones just bumps into Hitler. Do you remember this? No. He just casually bumps into Adolf Hitler. With his dad's, like, journal. Yes. And And Adolf grabs it and signs it. Thinking that he's a fan of him. (laughs) Yeah, that Indiana Jones is a fan of Adolf Hitler, so he signs his book. I'm going to have to rewatch these because I only remember the really, really traumatic parts, apparently. Oh, here's another one. I just love these movies. When the guy's checking for tickets on the (laughs) Zeppelin... And he's, he's punching all the, the passengers' tickets, and he gets the Indiana Jones, who, who's on there illegally, doesn't have a ticket. And the guy's like, do you have a ticket? And then Indiana Jones, instead of saying no or doing something else, he throws the Nazi out of the window. <laughs> he just throws him out of the Zeppelin and then looks back all cheeky and goes, no ticket. No ticket. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's so good. So good. So, yeah, what's traumatizing about that is that as a kid, I thought that if you didn't have a ticket <laughs> on things, you're going to just toss out a window. Or well, you have to toss the guy out the or window. Or I'm going to have to toss yeah. someone out the window. Right. Either way, someone's going out the window. So that's that's all good for those. What else? So uh, moving on to another live action, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, yeah. They are? Diane, I got something real important to tell you. That is the couch from the attic. You can see the marks where Quark chewed the arms. I found it on the floor. It's my thinking couch. Wayne, are you trying to tell me you did it? It works. The machine works. Do the kids know? Well, yeah, the kids know. That's great. It's not that great. Why? I shrunk the kids. What? And the Thompson kids, too. They're about this big. They're in the backyard. What? Threw them out with the trash. Stay here. I'll get the door. That one, as a kid, it's one of those, like, when you're watching it as a kid, you kind of think, how cool. Yeah. Like, you get to run around oh, at first, with your it's friends like, sweet. and you're small. I've always wanted to run around my front yard. see what's in, my, yeah. in the grass. Yeah, and totally. hang out with an ant and all of that. As a parent now, thinking about the <sighs> idea that finding out your kids were shrunken and running through the grass and you almost 
used your lawnmower to right. kill them is terrifying. To just chop them into even oh, yeah. tinier bits. Or even now thinking at the age we are thinking back at the reality of being that small is so terrifying. Yeah. That an ant is the size of like a buffalo. Right. <laughs> bigger. Or bigger. Yeah. Like no, a, that's right. Like a stegosaurus. A stegosaurus. <laughs> and that kid befriends the ant and then, and then the ant dies. Then he dies. <laughs> What the heck, man? And that's man? the trauma for Ashley. <laughs> that's the trauma for we're, Ashley. We're circling back to animal death. My trauma is all about, like, my kids being lost. Okay. Um, my trauma is just the entire They don't even know movie. the kids are gone for, like, most of the movie. Right. But I do want that couch. I remember that. Yeah. When he shrinks the couch, and it's just tiny, and he picks it up, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want that couch. Yeah, yeah, totally. I like miniature things. Me too. I'm a freak. That's a good one. Um... What Another else? live action would be uh, Flight of the Navigator, 1986, about yeah. a kid who gets abducted, I guess you could say, by an extraterrestrial or UFO and goes on a ride. Um, most of the movie's pretty fun, but there's a scene where the AI that's in charge of the, the craft, um, played by Paul Rubens, which oh. apparently traumatizing in itself. Sure. So that's who that was. That was Max. Okay. Um, but he looks like the lamp that they use in uh, like dentist offices. Yeah. When you're right. sitting in the chair and they've got that like extendo lamp uh-huh. that goes over your face and they give you the dumb goggles to put on, the sunglasses. Or almost like um, the eye and Wally. Yeah. The, the wheel yeah. thing. He looks like that. Don't get too close, David. They're hungry. <laughs> That could have been your head, David. So yeah, he's introducing that kid to all the other creatures that have been picked up along the way, and they're so creepy. Some of them are really gross, and some of them are kind of cute. And then there's the giant eye that uh-huh. starts giggling maniacally and at saying, you. Ay, 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 ay. Yeah. And then the creature next to the eye just eats another creature. It eats his hat. Oh, that's what it is. He yeah. eats the hat right off his head. And the then kid's burps. hat. Yeah. Oh wow. That's yeah. pretty fun. <laughs> um, moving right along, I have another one that is, I think, pretty universally creepy. Is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. What's that? Remember how I always thought there wasn't a way to kill a tune? Well, Doom found the way. Turpentine, acetone, benzene. He calls it the dip. I'll catch the rabbit, Mr. Valiant. Then I'll try him, convict him, and execute him. Now, the entire movie's not creepy. It's one of my favorites. Super cute, and like he's this a womanizing rabbit guy that's got a big boobed girlfriend. It's mm-hmm. a crazy idea for a for a movie. Hyper sexualized, hyper adult. Hyper, yeah, very adult. Again, how is this for a kid? I don't know. I guess because it had animation in it. And I just don't think it was. No, right. <laughs> I don't. Right. I don't think anyone intended that to be a kids movie, but it had cartoons, so people were like, "Oh, oh cool!" Oh, right. Okay, maybe that's what it was. I mean, it's got a chain smoking baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, and he's a womanizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the main a guy, womanizer, is an alcoholic. Mourning yeah. the loss of his brother mm-hmm. the whole time. He's like, you know, bummer jazz music playing while he's drinking whiskey and yeah he falls asleep in his chair in his clothes yeah it's a bummer 
and then we and get then to Toontown. <laughs> then we get to the dip. And uh, what's the guy's name? Judge Doom. Judge Doom. His Doom. Christopher. Uh, yeah, the the what is his Lloyd. Name? Christopher yes. Lloyd is the voice He's of so good. Judge Doom. Or he he is Judge. He, well, he is. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yep. But he like he's half human, half cartoon. That's right. And his eyes that, like get all alert. scary <laughs> and red and horrifying. And... He's a self-hating cartoon. <sighs> that's right. Right. Yeah, he de- he demonstrates the dip first the dip. to Bob Haskins. And how about this? How about the? Yeah, that's right. The scene by taking with the... that shoe, that cartoon shoe, the most he's so adorable cute. shoe. It's so and cute. he's going, no, he's he's crying he's out for someone. Yeah, screaming in agony to his death. And we just watched it as a kid. He just they just dip him right in. Yeah. Now that's an the attraction squeak of, the park. of the gloves. The squeaks of the gloves. That's right. Death trauma. Gloves. For sure trauma. Yeah. But who doesn't know? Two, Two bits. <laughs> that's James. Yeah. Constantly. Ashley I always, always knock on doors like that. The and yep. usually someone knocks from you behind the door as they're opening it because that's funny. It's yeah. physically painful Shape for James. And oh, a haircut. Yeah. And he's like walking around the whole time. He's like, <laughs> 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 He comes out of the. He's so happy about it, too. Oh, so good. Uh, what else? Another live action traumatizing movie from 1986 would be Labyrinth, which was not originally a Disney movie, but a Jim Henson acquisition. Mm hmm. Which I'm so glad is now under the Disney umbrella so we can talk about it today. Yep. Knock it off. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. I'll say the words. No, I mustn't. I mustn't say. I wish. I wish. Say what? You shut up. Listen. She's going to say the words. I can bear it no longer. Goblin King, Goblin King, wherever you may be, take this child of mine far away from me. That's not it. One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love David Bowie with all of my heart and soul. Dance, magic, dance. Uh, It's also one of the weirdest movies um, if you hadn't seen it as a kid, yeah, it's not gonna. We tried to make our little sister <laughs> yeah. Haley. She looked like, are you guys crazy? She she was born in eighty nine. Hey, this, this movie is came a out in awful movies. What she said, she did not watch it until she was like twenty five. She did not get it. She was like, what? Nope. Yeah, but there's so much to unpack in Labyrinth. You the fire the babe. What for babe? example? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Taking their heads off and they're like so naked. They're so naked. They're just like hopping around little naked red things and Yeah. They are. They're just Yeah, they're very naked. I remember even as a kid being uncomfortable with how naked they are. Mm-hmm. And taking yeah. their heads off and throwing them and they try to take her head off and throw it. And yeah. Yeah, they're real creepy. weird. Um I think hands down the most traumatizing thing about the movie is David Bowie's crotch. His thrusting package. His thrusting his codpiece. His thrusting garsh <laughs> um yeah hey no one needs any visual memories just look it up just picture it <laughs> this is a family friend family friendly podcast however but it's a disney movie you know yeah. what 
that was supposed to be a family friendly movie and i think it was a little aggressive that's what i'll say <laughs> definitely <laughs> i mean the, the whole premise of the movie is that she yeah. is a spoiled rotten brat she's also gets mad that her parents want to go out on a date she's like now, 15 or something her parents might be buttholes we don't know doesn't matter they want to go on a date she's supposed to babysit she gets back late they're like we need you to babysit sarah and she throws a fit the kid's crying yeah. and so instead of trying to soothe him and be a good big sister she asks the goblins to take him away right now As and they do does. and, and they do. then she has to go get him back and by the way the whole like i mean it is sort of a love interest between bowie and her right it's i think it's more one-sided towards what what on, on well her to him or, or yeah him to her? yeah i think he's more just like controlling and manipulative and she's like falling okay. for him because it's it's real the fact that we have to think and ponder it yeah maybe not it's kind of my point like that scene when they're in the snow globe yeah that's I, right i mean definitely my first my Say first it. encounter with romance yeah that's right i mean yeah. i wanted to be her she has my name i wanted to be her i know you did <laughs> look how i'm sitting right now I'm like holding myself. <laughs> so yeah, that's real creepy. One thing that I think is supposed to be kind of traumatizing, maybe, but I think is really cute, is a little worm, yeah. little worm family. Oh, I love him. What, what is it, Sarah? We used to always imitate that. Um, Don't ask me. I'm just a worm. Uh, <laughs> he says. Uh, but was we used to quote something? Well, he says, uh, "Would you like to come inside that's and ha- have a cup of tea? Cup of Meet tea. the missus. Like the missus." <laughs> Yes, right. She walks up and he says, yeah. hello. And she says, did you just say hello? He says, no. I said, hello, but that's, that's close, close enough. enough. That's it. <laughs> that was, we used to quote that so that much. That took us a long time. Yeah, we, we had, had to, to pause the recording to figure it out. But that's what it is. And he's, look at how cute. He's got a little scarf. He's adorable. <laughs> yeah, he's And a, he invites her in for tea. And she yeah. says no. And then she she's like right or left and he doesn't really give her an answer so right. she just starts running and he's like well if you'd gone straight through you would have gone straight to the castle <laughs> that's right <laughs> like thanks worm like, just walk through that wall he's a blue haired worm with a red scarf he's adorable i mean i don't know how much trauma was really yeah coming from that i think if anything it, it was a it was a, a good a silver thing. lining to yes. that movie okay moving on Okay, I think we can move on to a few movies that are very mildly traumatic. Very mildly. Okay. For instance, in The Sword and the Stone. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. I still don't know it. I need to watch it. What do you think, boy? Who's the greatest? <laughs> well, Merlin's magic is always uh, well, useful uh, for something good. And he must see something good in you. Oh, I suppose so. Yes, and in my book, that's bad. So, my boy, I'm afraid I'll have to destroy you. Destroy me? Yeah, I'll give you a sporting chance. I'm mad about games, you know. (laughs) Well, come on, get going, boy. You gotta keep on your toes in this game. The Mad Madam Mim is a wild card, if there ever was one, and she's she's kind of scary. Where she turns into the that like pig hog she turns thing. into everything yeah um it's a scary but, scene 
and there's the adorable wolf that's trying to kill and eat wart there's the pike fish that tries to eat wart when he's a fish yeah so there's a lot of peril oh that's right and he still got glasses yeah <laughs> right or no merlin right. has the glasses. merlin yeah that's what it is <laughs> um, but i would say that the most traumatic part of that movie for me is when he becomes a squirrel and that oh, lady yes. squirrel falls, falls in deeply love. in Do love with him. Do remember that? And then he just says, Sue and he's like, "I'm not a, I'm, I'm a boy. I'm not a, I'm not a squirrel. I'm, I'm a, a real squirrel. boy." Yeah. And her heart breaks, and it is so sad. And there's she's no, like, <laughs> yeah, there's no resolution to her, her to her heartbreak. No, she's just sad. She's Aww. just abandoned by a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Aw, that is sad. So we could talk about Robin Hood from oh. 1973. One uh, of my favorites, by the way. These sweet little kids that are all poor so poor the whole family's poor the, yeah the whole town is poor and they just need robin hood to come in and save them specifically the not a nodding hand where they're all yeah. locked up in the jail yeah. everyone's in everyone's shackles. Just, shackles no one's eating no one's starving eating. and poor and, and it's pouring outside and wet and then like the friar has like Oh, remember? Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. The little couple that comes up. They're like little... The church mouse couple. Church mouse couple that comes up with the one coin. Yeah. yeah. A farthing. Like, Friar. A farthing. We, we've been saving this our whole entire life. And so... <laughs> we yeah, donate this so to the church. So they donate this giant coin that's bigger than them. Right. Their life savings to the friar to help the poor. Yeah. And then... The stupid sheriff comes in. The sheriff. How about when the sheriff comes in to the little bunny's birthday party? Yeah, (laughs) that jerk. And takes the money. From the kid's birthday. His birthday My birthday present. My birthday present. The money that was hidden inside of his cast. Yes, the dog's cast. That's right. That's what it is. If there's a there's a goof in that movie, if you notice, the cast is on one foot, yeah, it flips. and then it flips to another foot. <gasps> I pointed Ashley that out. pointed that out. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, tragic and sad. Everyone's dying and locked up. Pretty so depressing. Cool. Uh, what else? On a different note, we could talk about the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, 1977. Let's talk about it. Now, is this a live action one or it has just the smidgenest little bit of live action at the end? Okay. Mm. So we were actually just talking about the Disney Channel Winnie the Pooh. I don't remember what it was called. Welcome to Pooh Corner, maybe that Mm -hmm. was like live action slash puppets. And it's super, super creepy. But I think that was 80s. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if this is the same one. I don't know. This is the one that has the heffalumps and woozles, the the fever dream. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So oh, if you've so been that's on where the that ride, comes from. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Oh, okay. It's an acid trip that a little bear is taking. So it's very, very <laughs> similar to Dumbo's vibe. Like yeah. He, yes, exactly. Very much. It's like the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the end of the movie, I forgot about this, but apparently it ends in um, live action where it's, you know, we're saying goodbye to Pooh, and you can see him. He's a real stuffed bear, and it's panning out, and he just winks at the camera like a horror movie. Oh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> my, just some more mild trauma. Like the head tilt? <laughs> <laughs> the new metal head tilt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so 
We have now saved the best for last. Oh, oh wait, no. we have one more. One oh, more. I'm sorry. Rest- okay. Going back. We have saved the second best for second oh, last. Yes. This is a movie that, I mean, deeply disturbed me. Yeah. It is 1977's The Rescuers. I forgot about this one until you guys kind of reminded me of why it was so traumatic. What's wrong, Penny, honey? Nothing. Oh, come on now, come on. No secrets. You tell old Rufus, huh? Well, it was adoption day at the orphanage. What? What happened? A man and lady came and looked at me, but they chewed the little red-headed girl. She was prettier than me. Oh, she couldn't be. You, now, you listen to me, darling. You're something extra special. No, I'm not. When I told Josh we were going to do this series, he was like, so you're doing a whole episode on the rescuers? <laughs> That's my man. It's <laughs> like, God, the only thing I can remember is the woman yelling, diamond! Diamond! The way she says it. But then Ashley showed us some clips, and it's all coming back to me. Yeah, Ashley, why don't you set up that horrendous yeah i mean it starts off with beautiful dark imagery that looks basically like it's a horror movie yeah Mm -hmm. it is a the shining broken down sternwheeler type boat in a stormy bayou right and you see a little girl cute little pigtailed orphan girl come out crying sending a message in a bottle saying help She is an orphan that was adopted for the sole purpose of fitting into a tiny hole that Madame Medusa can't fit through. So she adopts a kid to go down there and look for this diamond for her. That's horrendous. Uh, what screwed up human beings That's came I, up with this? This is what I'm saying. The writer's room. Who are these people? I mean, I want to meet them, but right. yeah. what is wrong with them? It's all like, it's that, what, when was this written? 77? Yeah, so it's like, you know, Apollo 13, like these guys with like uh, those short sleeved button up shirts <laughs> with ties and they smoke them all minute. hanging out of their mouth. They all, all have the a watch. Time. Yep. <laughs> they got that like buzz cut yeah. haircut. Yeah. And they're all like good dads and stuff. They're all good, solid American men. And they're like, what would kids want to watch? Orphans. Orphans. <laughs> Let's talk about orphans. Let's talk Crying, about orphans a lot. Terrified orphans. Yep. <laughs> My goodness. So, yeah, she sends her down into that hole over and over and over. Um, and it's a coastal hole, I'll have you know. Yes. So it's constantly trying to fill with uh, ocean water. A coastal <laughs> hole. <laughs> Holy gosh. Freezing cold ocean water. Yeah, she she sends her down in there and she has to beat the tide. Um, and she finally finds the, the diamond's the diamond. eye. Is it the diamond's eye? The or something. I, the, the eye of... The, the devil's eye the diamond. The devil's eye. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Finds it in a large skull. Yeah, what's with the skulls? So much skulls in, in this stuff. a lot of skull. And then, of course, there's Bianca and Bernard, who yes. are the rescuers. That's right. And I don't remember what their role is, Me except neither. that they are cute mount, little mice that are in cute outfits. They are part of the rescuers. They receive that help message in a bottle. Ah, so, and so it they're there to help her. Okay. But, you know, not until after a lot of peril and now, uh, Madame Medusa chasing them around with her two beefed up alligators yeah, the and a shotgun. <laughs> That's right. Now, are the rescuers down under equally as scary? 
I no, don't remember. I don't think it's as scary. I don't either. Okay. Well, so, are we are we saving the best for last? We are. Are we ready to we're talk there. about it? Oh my god! So Who wants fa- to set this? Do you one know? Up? Does, do you at home? Do you know what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's got this. Here, let's give a hint. It is live action. Mm-hmm. It is a sequel, kind of. Kind of. It is from nineteen eighty-five. I'll just go ahead and say, I, for me, it's the most scary, quote, children's movie of all time. It's right? horrifying. It's horrifying. I would say that this is the movie that I would think of when someone would say traumatizing Disney movies. Yeah. I didn't know it was Disney and yeah, actually included either. it in my list because I thought we could maybe do like an honorable mention. Right. Things that aren't Disney, but still screwed us up. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Return to Oz. Sure is. And it is full of nightmares. Can't you sleep? It's past one o'clock in the morning, Dorothy. I wish I could put my head on my Where do you even begin? Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. She she remembers being in Oz and her aunt says, no, You're that crazy. never happened. You're insane. Right. Takes her to an insane asylum. As one does back then. That's basically led by a witchy looking head ma- headmistress. Yes. Um, and that weird doctor, doctor psychiatrist guy. Yeah. yeah. And With all the gadgets. Her, submits her to electroshock therapy. Yep. Uh-huh. Right off the bat, too. Lock her in a room, which is a dungeon, and she hears screaming and crying and thunder. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she gets away. Yep. But there's, like, a whole bunch of stuff in there that is sort of, like, in the first Wizard of Oz, where she's on the farm and all these things yeah. are there, and she sees them, and then they are in Oz when she's in Oz the same thing happens when she returns to Oz where like that machine that was the shock therapy is like this little robot guy TikTok TikTok yeah TikTok and the headmistress is the the witchy uh, witchy princess princess lady whatever Uh, her name is uh Princess Mombi. Mombi. Yes, who stores all the heads. So that's let's just go there. Let's just go there. She switches her heads out. She as switches her she heads out. She feels needed. The way that you would switch out a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. this goes better with my outfit. Right, like earrings. And she's got them all up in cases. They're all on display in a hallway for... And not like... <sighs> and they don't lay dormant. They're like looking around They're at looking you. They're looking around. And- and, and when they she, tell on her, they're like yes, screaming. They're she like opens with something yeah, and right. they start screaming. I, oh my gosh. Hore- Let's just wheel on into the wheelers. <laughs> you mean the men with wheels as legs and 
hands <laughs> maniacally laughing as they chase her. With oh. their helmet masks when they put their head down. Yes. It's yes. Like Satan yes. looking at you. Yes. And it, all the warnings leading up to it, beware of the wheelers. Yep. And you're like, what are the wheelers? Also, how has there never been a punk band called Beware of the Wheelers by now? Or a new wave band? Dibs. There's got to be one by now. <laughs> I'm sure there is, and I just don't know about it. <laughs> Ash and the wheelers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wheelers are horrendous for obvious reasons. What else? Lunch pails on trees. That, Weird. That's I want fun. It. I want that. See, that's creepy to me. Why does she walk around with a chicken? She has a yeah. chicken. I, what's the chicken's name? I can't uh, remember. Belina. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's the chicken lays eggs. What's the actress's name? In the pumpkin's head. Feruza Balk. Feruza Balk. I keep thinking of Ruka Salt. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's Veruca Salt. So there's a jack-o'-lantern man. Yes. Jack-o'-lantern. Oh, yeah. Jack. Jack Pumpkinhead is a friendly character that's but horrifying a character he's like the scarecrow he, in this right he's very very much like jack skellington yeah yeah very much except an actual orange pumpkin head and then the the flying couch that they made in from the moose head oh, are you talking the... about the talking yeah what is his name uh, he's got like a goofy name yeah <laughs> But it is a, it's a stuffed moose head. Stuffed moose head. That talks. They attach, attach to a, the front of the couch. A right? Davenport. Yeah. A Davenport. And they fly off. <laughs> it's just a fancy word for couch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate, by the way, I hate all that stuff. I do too. That's like, why I said it. You mean a couch? Oh, you mean a couch? Or what's the footrest one? The Ottoman? Ottoman? A not. How is that different? It's called a footrest. A no, it's not. An Ottoman? An Ottoman's what are you, a, a real jerk? thing. Yeah, I'm with Sarah on this. You guys are too fancy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I want my couch and footrest. <laughs> There's also the Gnome King, who is the actual oh, um, yeah. antagonist. And he yes. is like a, a stone monster demon yep. character. And he's mm-hmm. mean. He's mean. And he like... He's antagonizing them too the whole time. He's like, yeah, drinking that frothy, weird drink metal. out of it's like out of mm-hmm. stone, liquid metal. Yeah, that always kind of looked tasty to me though. It, yeah, yeah, it's. I definitely um, want to taste it. it. It's like what would happen if you melted those, uh, those like metal, um, cake decorating. Oh yeah, the dredges. Yeah, if you melted those and drank it, that's what it would look like. And yeah, there so there's go. the gnome king and all of his minions that are trying to destroy them um i'm looking up all the scary things i mean the ending in itself is extremely upsetting because oh she... ha- what about this scene with the, the sorry to interrupt the the like that those guys what is that is that from the gnome king where like he turns everything into like the stones are moving at you and with all the hands yeah those are all of the minions yeah when she's falling through all those hands you yeah. know what i mean do you remember that sarah well, that you're thinking of labyrinth. No. When she's falling through the hands, does she fall through hands in Return oh. to Oz too? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's, the stone. That's how she gets to the gnome king. I can picture it now. Yes. Yeah, it's the same idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the scarecrow dude, the the like at the end, like what's with that creepy? I'm just showing pictures. That's now at this the point. scarecrow. He, he, the scarecrow from the first movie becomes the king at the end after the gnome king has been dispatched. That's what it is. The only like not scary character is TikTok. He's cute. He's got a little British style mustache. Yeah, TikTok's you adorable. You have to wind him up. He runs out of batteries. And TikTok always reminded me of Minerva. Oh. 
very TikTok-ish. Yeah. Short, she reminds me of a stubby. colander. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. He has many uses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a horrific, horrific movie. The talking rocks next to the lunch pail yeah, those, tree. Yeah, those are the, the minions. Blinking. Oh, man. And then the ending, when she goes back to Kansas. And yes. She still remembers everything, but she's learned that no one will believe her. Yep. So she keeps it all inside. Here we are going back to the worst thing ever. What a Something lesson. happening and no one will believe you. Yep. And what a lesson. How it goes from now on. There it is. Thanks, Disney. So those are our 1960s through 1980s trauma moments. Um, there are so, so many more. Uh, there's even some that we just crossed off at the beginning because we just don't have time. Yeah. Um, but those are the ones that stuck out to us the most. We would love to hear which ones we missed, mm-hmm. uh, which which movies from this era or any era really screwed up your childhood yeah. into adulthood. Yeah. Let us know. I think this is a special era. There's yeah. There's just so many. All right. So it is time for our Disney Magic Pick of the Week. And this week, I am going to recommend an Instagram page, actually, um, that's not like a personal one. I think it's a bigger one. It's called Disney Parks Blog. Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of videos of ride-throughs on there. Great. That I don't usually watch videos. I'm just not a video kind of person. Video Instagrammer. Yeah. Whenever I see, like, link to a YouTube, I just skip it or i don't watch it with sound because i'm lazy and whatever uh i got like sucked down a rabbit hole of ride through videos and it was great it was super cool um there was one that i just did i of course can't remember what it's called mystic something in hong kong um it was so weird i don't understand it at all i don't understand what the ride is uh but it kind of looked like a haunted mansion style ride is this an official account i'm not sure i'm not sure either because it's it says official news and magic with a daily dose of i think it is from disney it might be they're the first ones to break the announcement of the july opening that didn't end up happening yeah so i think it might be an actual disney account it's a good account they have a ton of content that's uh it's different all the time totally they do have a lot of ride through videos and videos like they did one for the Incredicoaster. So if you're like me and you are just dying to be on the Incredicoaster, yep. they have a good ride through that actually, I mean, you don't feel like you're on the ride, obviously, because you're not, but it's, it's as nothing. close as you oh, can yeah. get right now. And the whole time it's telling you sort of like trivia about the actual yeah. coaster and the retheming with the Incredicoaster. So it's cool. Uh, yeah. That's my recommendation for the week is just go over to Disney cool. Parks blog on Instagram and scroll through and watch some stuff. There's one from five days ago that, Ashley, you'd love this. It's uh, a video of the new babies that have been born over at Animal Kingdom in oh. Disney World. So it's just adorable little babies. Oh, just recently yeah. born. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Baby flamingo. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so I don't have a pick this week. Um so, yeah, I just couldn't think of anything this week. Uh, well, okay. Oh. oh, yeah? I know you guys didn't really like my first pick all that much, but I think yeah. I might have something that fits a little bit more. I'm a little nervous, but let's hear it out. Let's give her a shot. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, let's yeah. hear it. Okay, okay, let's go. 
So this is a movie. Let's just start at the beginning. Okay. We're going to say that the main character is like a princess. She's a like princess in a lot of ways. Oh, okay. That sounds great. And she is being called upon to rescue her prince. Oh, great. Okay. okay. That's so a, lot. a little bit of like reverse. A lot of Disney movies. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, like, cool, cool. Kind cool. of like a modern princess tale. Okay. So there has been this um, almost like a shooting star kind of um, light that came to Earth. And it's creating this. Oh, like that movie Stardust. We failed. <laughs> okay. So it starts off with this this light falling from the sky. Mm. It's like a shooting star. A lot like Stardust. Nice. Okay. That other movie. I mean, yeah, that's magical okay, cool. for sure. Yeah. Super magical. And it lands near this lighthouse. Ooh. Hmm. So the princess that I was talking about, she gets... Um, assembled into this team of like really empowered women so it's like it's very you know girl power love it yeah it's it's fantastic so they are sent to go on a journey into this mysterious and beautiful land that keeps being referred to as the shimmer oh well okay okay that sounds like a movie i've seen so there's a lot i've seen this i'm i'm interested this sounds really magical i'm i'm excited okay yeah, so they they go into the shimmer and they're trying to get information about what it is that's causing this phenomenon, this magical phenomenon. And her side quest is that she's trying to figure out what happened to her prince. He okay. got lost in it. Okay. In the shimmer. In the shimmer. He okay. was he was part of an earlier mission. Okay. The closer that you get to the source of the shimmer, which was that light that fell into the lighthouse, uh, the more magical everything becomes. Oh, that okay. That's sounding like like at first it's just like hmm. there's a little bit of weird time loss, uh, but then they start to notice things that are a bit different. There's this one part that reminds me a lot of the Princess and the Frog. Oh, how so? They're at this kind of like swampy, boggy area, yeah. and um, they're like fireflies and music. I don't know if there's fireflies, but there is um, a really large crocodile, or I think it's an alligator. It's an alligator, and it ends up having like shark's teeth. Oh, that's um, terrifying. Can I, can I, is this a Disney movie? No, 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 no. It's not a Disney movie. Oh, okay. But hang out, hang out. Okay, all right. Okay, so the next magical creature that they encounter is a talking bear. So it's just yeah. like Baloo. Okay. It's like Baloo. It is like um, the Robin Hood bear. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what movie you're talking about. Ah, is there's there, there screams in the background, Ashley? Well, yeah, the bear is... The, the talking that the bear does is the screams of a dying woman that it consumed. Oh, oh my God. Okay. It um, becomes part of the bear. It, it, okay. Is this Annihilation, Ash? It is. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but then, <laughs> later on, they get closer and closer to the source of the magic and you see this gorgeous field and there's all these beautiful flowers blooming everywhere and these deer come along and their antlers are like um what are they called cherry blossoms yeah they're flowers beautiful yeah so they're like becoming these like hybrid characters sounds a lot like midsummer (laughs) that sounds very (laughs) magical in your own specific way hmm 
can you talk about the ending a little bit? Okay, so they're getting closer to the lighthouse. They're almost there. Um, and then there's these beautiful crystallized trees out on the coast right next yeah, to the lighthouse. So I a lot more feared. of that like prismatic, transformative, magical, mystical thing. And then there's an epic Disney-style battle. Disney-style battle? I'm the princess thinking. and the prince Worse. live happily ever after. Well, okay. Does um, anyone else live? Uh, the princess and the prince. That's it? And it's probably not them anyways. It's probably the shimmer that's taken over their bodies. Isn't the shimmer oh. like an invasion from aliens or something else? Probably. And how does it end, though? Like, we're not really sure if it goes away or if it's going to spread through the planet. They live happily ever after. Well, okay. Thanks right. for the pick, Ash. Uh, it sounds pretty dark. Disclaimer. This is definitely not a Disney magic book. We're pretty sure Ashley doesn't understand this yet. We'll keep working on her. Yeah, I don't think she does. Why are you guys whispering? Oh, I was just talking to Sarah about something we're gonna do after the show i'm gonna stop giving recommendations oh, oh no, no, no 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 i think you get no, it no i think it's great no i think it's great keep it up ash thanks it's, um you're um it's a beautiful movie highly recommend well all right <laughs> i legitimately have not seen that movie i don't know how bad it it's is horrendous. i'm picturing it the way she's described it and it sounds lovely i mean it is lovely in many ways it's a great movie, uh-huh. but it has some of the most horrific, like, haunting scenes. Jaw-dropping. Jaw-dropping. Yikes. This bear consumes a woman, and then <laughs> she's screaming from out through his vocal cords. Oh, God. The screams of her dying <laughs> agony. Oh, God. There's Natalie Portman in it. Yeah. She's the princess. <laughs> okay, well, I'll definitely check your pick sarah that's yeah and i'll um really lovely i'll check yours ash yeah thanks 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 Thanks. well uh well thanks for listening that was a fun show that was fun it was started with trauma and ended with trauma (laughs) uh guess we'll back next week with more trauma (laughs) that's been disney dependent see See you real soon. soon james what is that shirt that you're wearing Oh, this shirt right here? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, Scrooge McDuck. Oh, he's a hero of yours, isn't he? Oh, he just happens to be like one of my favorite Disney characters of all time. Do you know why? Why's that? Because he makes that coin. That coin? That coin. He swims in that coin. Speaking of coin, yeah. let's uh, let's let's check out at the Disney Dependent Bank Vault. Let's do that. Oh, oh no. Oh no. It's empty you can't swim in that that's bone dry bone dry not a coin to be had well how do do we fill up that disney dependent vault if you at home would like to throw some coin for scrooge mcjames to swim around in if you visit our instagram account you can go ahead and click that little link that says anchor fm scroll through that page click support and then you can choose your monthly contribution whatever floats your boat don't overthink it Whatever you can spare, whatever you can put in our tip jar would mean the world to us. Thank you for supporting Disney Dependent. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. 
The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.